Welcome back to the Psalms Podcast, a production of Autumn Ridge Women's Ministries. The purpose of this podcast is to support the Bible study experience we are enjoying this fall as we read through the Psalms. Each week on this podcast, we explore a topic that either informs or enhances our experience in the Psalms. And this episode is one that I have been especially looking forward to for a couple of reasons. First, I'm joined today by two ladies for whom I have tremendous respect, and also because our topic today is a huge passion of mine. Today, we are talking about the value of memorizing scripture. Now, while many of the concepts that we'll discuss apply to memorizing any part of the Bible, memorizing psalms may have particular value to you, as many of the verses that we're reading offer both tremendous truths about God as well as healthy patterns of emotional expression, both of which are great things for us to have ready on our lips and tucked away deep in our hearts. My name is Svea Mary, and I serve at Autumn Ridge as the Women's Ministry Director, and it is my delight to welcome today two women who are admired and loved by many in our Autumn Ridge family, Gretchen Steer and Christine Beach. Gretchen, easily recognized as the lovely wife of John Steer, our former longtime senior pastor, was the founder, main leader, and teacher of women's Bible study for about 30 years before retiring in 2018. She has had a tremendous impact on me and many of us who have had the pleasure of sitting under her teaching over the years, learning not just from her wise words, but also her godly actions. Christine, known to many of us here as wife to Pastor George Beach, is an accomplished woman who serves as the director of the Kabara Institute for Entrepreneurial Studies and professor of business at St. Mary's University. And that's a role not easy in this era of COVID and distance learning. Friends, welcome to you both. I'm going to give them plenty of opportunity to speak in just a moment, but I want to mention the reason why I asked these two ladies in particular to join me in speaking about scripture memory. And that's because the three of us, along with three other pretty great ladies, have been memorizing chapters of scripture together for many years. We select a passage to memorize each year, a few verses at a time every month, and then gather once a month to recite our verses and discuss them in depth. It's kind of like a Bible memory book club experience, but way better, way better because we all recognize the tremendous value of memorizing scripture. So Gretchen, Christine, why don't we start there? What value have you discovered in scripture memory? Well, I think that memorizing scripture is one of the best ways to come to know God. That's of some value if you're curious to know God better Maybe you haven't yet come to a place of faith, but you're intrigued. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Or perhaps you've been a Christ follower for many years, but like me, you feel there's always something more to know. So the Bible's a place to gain that knowledge. It's great to take in what other people have to teach us about Scripture, but if we only did that and we never studied it deeply for ourselves, it would be a bit like being on a perpetual blind date. (laughs) With a blind date, you only know what your friend tells you about this great guy you're about to meet. When you meet in person, you can form your own opinions rather than just relying on someone else's description. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's what memorizing scripture does. It builds on all the helpful information about God that we take in from other sources, and then it reinforces it with a firsthand experience of hearing what God says about himself in his own words, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And when we memorize rather than just read, it really drives the word of God deep into our hearts. And there it changes us. Mm. How about you, Christine? 
Well, for me, the value of scripture memorization is being able to bring scripture to mind when faced with hard moments in life. It's incredibly comforting in those times. Mm -hmm. I think that's true whether you're the one going through the hard time or you're searching for what to say to someone else in those hard times. Certainly, we all know scripture is good for teaching us and comforting us, but it's really so much more so when you can actually recall it. Mm. You might not get all the words right sometimes, especially if you don't have a great memory, or you might remember parts of different versions. Our Uh group often memorizes different versions. But if you've memorized it, you're able to bring it to mind along with the ways in which God spoke to you when you learned those verses. I'm struck by the fact that as a general rule, we all have some sort of internal soundtrack playing in our heads throughout the day. Mm -hmm. It's filled with things people have said to hurt us or encourage us, maybe something our kids said or didn't say, maybe a scene from a show you're watching or something else you saw. Mm. Whatever it is, it's probably wandering in and out of your thoughts at times throughout the day, Mm -hmm. sometimes even dominating your thoughts. I see scripture memorization as a way to introduce a new soundtrack with words that outline God's plan for you. Mm. If you're going to be dwelling on something, why not add in something that's God-honoring to the mix? Mm. Well, I really like that. And Christine, what I hear you saying is is you're really laying out a great case for why memorizing, <laughs> losing my train of thought here, why it's important to memorize scripture rather than just simply hear it preached or even just to read it yourself, that there's value in, in truly having it memorized. Mm. Yeah, I think that when you memorize, you spend a month meditating on just two or three verses and you soak them in, mm. you internalize them. You take the time to do a much deeper dive in how it applies to your life and what God's saying to you in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. It becomes part of you even when you qu- can't quite remember it. And as you mentioned, I'm an educator, and one of the things we know to be true is that when a student teaches something, they learn it so much better than when they simply read it or mm-hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. That's that basic idea behind a flipped classroom where you ask the students to teach their peers. Well, I think the same holds true when you learn scripture. When you read it or hear it preached, it's not internalized the same way as when you have to learn it well enough to memorize it and recite it. It becomes part of you on a deeper level. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of having it internalized on a deeper level, have either of you had a time where God brought a verse to your mind that you tucked away long ago that that was really important to you? How about Gretchen? Have you... Yeah, when I was a child in the Lutheran Church, we kids were encouraged to memorize certain psalms. And when I'd completed all of them, I got my very first Bible as a prize. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I was so excited about getting my own Bible tells you something about the eccentricities of young Gretchen. Anyway, (laughs) we're studying the psalms this year, and maybe we don't think that psalms can teach us theology in the same way as, for example, the book of Romans. But in a time of enormous personal loss and crisis, in the death of our first child, I found tremendous comfort in the theological truth of God's sovereignty over life and death. And you know, I learned that truth at age 11 in Psalm 139. Mm. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. In that verse, which I first took on board in childhood, I was reminded of the powerful truth that it is God who numbers our days, Mm. even before we're born. So this death was not an accident in God's sight, but rather the completion of a life Mm. which he had ordained. So let me encourage you to keep reading the Psalms in the coming weeks. It's a book that teaches us so much about God's nature and character. Mm -hmm. Maybe some of the Psalms we memorized in childhood will come back with new clarity when we read them again this fall. Mm. How about you, Christine? You know, when I think about a verse um, 
that I've kind of memorized and tucked away. It's it's kind of interesting that uh, Gretchen brings up Romans as a way to to think about theology. Yet it's Romans eight verse twenty six that mm-hmm. comes to my mind right mm-hmm. away, which is we don't know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. Mm. And the reason that one comes to mind is that. When I'm struggling with what to pray for and I've lost sight of perhaps where I'm supposed to go with something, it reminds me that I don't need to know. I just need to focus on God in the moment. It reminds me that if I focus on him, I can trust him Mm -hmm. and that he will bring good out of the situation, which, by the way, is completely contrary to how I naturally think. (sighs) I want to assess the situation, identify the best outcome, and pray for that. It's Mm. usually only after that does not happen that I'm reminded that my idea of a right income outcome is not necessarily what God has planned. And it's then that I recall this verse, and I remember to go to him and pray for his will to be done. Mm. I love that. And it's it's fun that you bring up Romans 8, because Romans 8 is a chapter that the three of us memorized together last year, and that was really a a fabulous uh, section of scripture to be in for that time. Which brings me to another question. So in in our experience memorizing together, we've usually memorized chapters or or larger passages of scripture. Do you find a particular um, benefit or reason why you find that to be of particular use rather than just memorizing individual verses? Well, I feel pretty strongly about this, primarily because it provides context. It helps me understand the meaning because of the verses around it. Um, when I was in the high school youth group, we used to joke about OBIF, this method for obtaining God's guidance, which is open Bible, insert finger. <sighs> and, you know, that can get you anywhere in the Bible, sometimes quite inappropriate places. How much better if you could memorize a chunk of scripture that tells us how God guides us to use as a template for the future? Mm-hmm. There's one of those in Psalm 25. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. So in that passage, we not only have the broad answer to our question, what should I do, which is follow God's instruction, but we also have a prescription for getting to know God's will. Show me your ways, teach me your paths. And we have a template for obtaining that guidance by listening to how God instructs us in truth. I think that's better than just, you know, sticking your finger in the Bible to get guidance. (laughs) One verse never gives us a very complete context for what is conveyed in a whole chapter or book. So that's why I like to memorize whole passages, but I know that not everybody agrees with me about that. (laughs) Well, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I I love memorizing larger chunks of scripture as well. Um, I've found great joy, though, in when I hear a verse or read a verse that I see as something that I know will have great value. It's something that I enjoy kind of tucking tucking away as my own little personal collection of verses and have enjoyed that very much. But how about you, Christine? Are you an individual verse or a passage fan? So the irony is, I, I think it's important to memorize the passage, but it is only the verse that I recall <laughs> when the situation <laughs> comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that by, by doing the passage, we get the context, and that gives us meaning for what we're really reciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about, you know, for me, one of my go-tos that I've memorized long ago was in Psalms 51, and it's the verses 10 through 12. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. 
Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. That's like a go-to for me as I struggle through life. Mm -hmm. The focus on joy, salvation, and staying the course are critical reminders for me. Mm -hmm. But if I only memorize those verses, I could focus on the me aspect of it, how I can pray for God's help to get through life. Yet this psalm is really one about asking for uh, for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. David is acknowledging his brokenness and asking for forgiveness. And the verses I love are really about seeking to restore his relationship with God and turn away from his sin. Mm-hmm. The psalm goes on to share how he can use that willing spirit to praise God and bring others to him. In my mind, that makes the verses I love so much more meaningful. They're bookended by the reason I ask and the actions I should take. Mm-hmm. So I think that I only remember those two verses, mm-hmm. but it's good for me to have the context for sure. That's really beautiful. And it's a great thing you're bringing out. And I'm not sure that I maybe would have keyed in on that just reading through mm. Psalm 51 myself. So you bring me to another question that I have is, is uh, we've all enjoyed the experience of memorizing together as friends. And, and I think you're, you're already illustrating uh, a great advantage that that people see different things in scripture or might see a, a, an insight there. Um, what what advantages have you guys experienced in memorizing with other people, rather than just making this a spiritual discipline um, unto yourself. You know, Christina, I kind of put you on the spot saying that you're bringing out that insight. Why don't you go first? Sure. So for me, it would be accountability and then new insights. Mm. So, you know, I think I'm a, li- a lot of women. My schedule is full and it's easy for things to drop off the plate. So if I didn't have the accountability that forced me to prioritize it, I might not make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also are the insights I gain through the discussions I'm consistently surprised by the ideas that surface when we gather to discuss the verses. It's pretty amazing that after meditating on two or three verses all month and perhaps reading a commentary on them, I can hear someone say something that's completely new lens on the topic, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't even considered it. Mm -hmm. To me, that has great value. I'm continually struck by the many ways a passage can speak to different people, often as a way to consider their own circumstance that would have never occurred to me. That particular value comes from walking the journey with a group instead of alone, I think. Mm-hmm. How about you, Gretchen? I agree. I mean, that accountability aspect is really important. The original members of the group have been meeting together for 13 years, so that tells you that accountability isn't unpleasant. It's actually helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great group expectation. We get a pass if we had a truly awful month, and I personally have stumbled my way through many Uh, many recitations of things that I had plenty of time to learn, but there's not a sense of shame in doing that. There's a sense of mutual encouragement about it, which I really appreciate. We do encourage each other, Mm -hmm. and that's the best form of accountability, I think. Mm. Well, I'd like to maybe transition to a little bit more of a practical look at this for someone who is, is recognizing, yeah, there's value here to memorizing Scripture. Let's talk for just a little bit about um, kind of the the nuts and bolts of memorizing scripture. How, when did each of you get into this practice? What what originally inspired you to start, and why? Well, I started memorizing longer passages at age twenty one when I got my first real job, and I knew that I needed something to take me through the day. Mm. Um, but all it meant was that I'd prop my Bible up in front of my cereal, and I'd gradually work my way through a passage. I only took five minutes a day to do it, but because I did it regularly and frequently, it started to stick. So that was a really painless way to begin to memorize. Mm -hmm. 
So <clears throat> while that's inspiring, I have to say I have not been doing it for decades. Um, in fact, I doubt I would be doing it today if Gretchen hadn't asked me. So I'm grateful <laughs> she did. Um, it's become a really important part of my faith walk, and it's helped me to grow in my knowledge of Scripture. Mm. I suspect there are a lot more people out there like me who just need to be asked. Mm. I would challenge that people listening to this could consider forming a Scripture memorization group and ask a couple of friends to join you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that also to be a, a great way to do this. And motivation and, and the accountability aspect has been really helpful for me as well. Um, how do you guys memorize? What techniques do you use? Is there any um, special formula to how you go about doing this? What ideas do you have for us? Well, I have to say that I memorize with difficulty. Mm. When I first started memorizing in early adulthood, I had a nearly photographic memory. And now I can hardly remember what a photograph is. So it's far, far harder for me to memorize now. But that doesn't make me want to give up because I'm in the habit. On the contrary, as your memory slips a few gears, it's all the more important to have God's Word cemented in your head. Many times I've been with an older Christian who's dying or suffering from dementia, and I've seen this startling recall of words of Scripture or hymns from people who can't remember how to turn on the TV or read a book anymore. Mm. I want God's words to be the last conscious thoughts I have, but they have to get inside me first. Mm. And memorization is the way to do it. I think it's helpful to write out the passage and put it in as many places as you're likely to see that day. Your car's dashboard, your desk, your bathroom sink, whatever it is. You Mm -hmm. see it frequently, you'll remember it. Mm -hmm. How about you, Christine? How do you memorize? So it's changed over time. I think I start off typically, uh, even today, I'll listen to it. I'll open up my Bible app, and I'll listen to it and repeat it over and over. Um, As the month goes on, I might even print it off and have it somewhere, like Gretchen mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's actually my daughter who brought up the idea of writing it out. So even though that sounds old school, really visually writing it out can help solidify it. But whatever works for you, I think the point is that at the end, it's a lot of work, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to be willing to commit to that. And I think at the end of the day, you can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've found that when I'm in seasons where I do it more frequently, it comes more easily to me. Mm -hmm. If it's something that I let go for a long period of time, it can be harder to get into it. Kind of like uh, any muscle that you use, the the more you're using it, the stronger it is. Absolutely. uh, Yeah. So that would be an encouragement that if it's hard when you start to not be surprised, just like when you start any kind of a new exercise program, you feel sore, (laughs) but, Mm -hmm. uh, but it does, it does get easier. I um, use many of the same techniques that you both mentioned. I also love there's some great technological helps. Like one thing, a trick that I often use is to record my own voice reading it and then play that back while I try to recite. I find listening to my own voice and inflection um, seems to, to make the pathway to remembering it a little bit easier than, than listening to someone else. I also love uh, using apps on my uh, smartphone or iPad. There's one in particular called the Bible Memory App, and, uh, and we have it listed in the Who suggested. <laughs> it's in the suggested resources of the study starter guide for this study, um, if you're curious to check that out. And there's all kinds of great little quizzes and ways you can use that, too. That's been helpful to me. Um, but I'm glad that you both mentioned that this is something that takes a fair amount of effort, that it's not just that some people are born memorizers, and if you don't have the gift, you can't do this. It's something that we can all do. But let's not uh, pretend that it doesn't take a fair amount of effort. Um, as we begin to wrap up, what encouragement would you give others 
uh, that this is something that's worth the effort. Well, I'll take that one on first, because I'm sure Gretchen's going to say something super profound to end on. <laughs> um, the thing about scripture for me is that it's amazing how it speaks to whatever circumstance you're in. If you take the time to memorize it, then when you need it most, it'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. And how wonderful would it be if the next time you needed encouragement, you would just find it springing to mind because you'd memorize just what you needed to hear from God in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I guess to me, that's why it's worth making it a priority. Mm-hmm. See, Christine, you just said the profound thing. One never knows <laughs> when, you, when you're going to need the Word of God, either for yourself or to speak to someone in a, in a crisis. Um, you might recall, those of you who heard me teach over the years, that I had a good share of rustic camping adventures. Mm-hmm. And in our final backpacking trip in 2017, we got snowed in at 9,000 feet in an early blizzard. And in that terrifying night, how glad I was to remember Psalm 27.5. As the tent roof sagged inches from my face, heavy with snow, I remembered, for in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. We did get out of there because I'm standing here today. (laughs) But trust me, there's not an easy way to look up helpful verses at a moment like that. Mm -hmm. So my advice is memorize now. You never know when you're going to need the living and active Word of God, which is different than any other book written in its ability to show us truth. Mm. Thank you, Gretchen. As you're telling that story, I can't help but get a little bit, um, actually even kind of choked up with memories of listening to you tell camping stories as you would teach. And it's it's fun to hear that. And and let me just give voice to that for many of us listening and, and finding great delight in hearing you speak again. And it's a absolute joy to have you back um, in the church today doing that. So again, thank you for, for oh, coming. For sure. Um, thank you, Svea. I'm honored to be here. Yeah. Oh, it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, you know, as, as we wrap this up, I, I think you guys have said this so well in, in your many different answers, but it just seems to me that if we hang on to one final takeaway point, I, I would kind of maybe distill all of our discussion down into this idea that memorizing scripture and Psalms in particular is the best way to be anchored to the truths of God so that they're ready on our lips and tucked deep into our hearts whenever we need them. And so I thank you for how you've both brought that out. Gretchen, Christine, thanks so much for joining me today to have this wonderful conversation. And to all of you listening, I hope that you were inspired by what you have heard and that you will consider making memorization a key tool in your spiritual toolbox. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to sharing more with you next week.